American hash browns, cured beef patties, lettuce, tomatoes. Singles. get started on this podcast we'd like to mention the fact that we recorded it uh in december of last year yeah and that was before we received the news um of the recent passing of sarah rom weber yes uh, we're very sad to hear about that she was far too young adrian and i uh did meet her on a number of occasions um we booked snatches of pink a number of times she was a ferocious fantastic drummer we saw her with uh, Let's Active. Yes, yeah. And, and, and you know, certainly did not know her well. No. Um, I know that lots of folks that, that, that were very friendly with her and right. just say that she was just remarkable personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, but, it, you know, musically, what a loss. And, you know, we're saddened, um, you know, that, that um, to, to, to learn of this great loss to uh, North Carolina music and music in general. So we haven't recut the episode. Uh, we're still going to play you our Let's Active episode, but we do miss Sarah Romweber. Uh, what a great, great drummer. And we're going to go ahead and, and listen to her music now. Yeah, celebrate by listening to this great song. Thanks. This is Singles Going Steady, the podcast dedicated to exploring great singles with a particular eye to the punk, new wave, and DIY eras of the last century. I'm Adrian Madoc. I'm Steve McGowan. <laughs> we are in a band, The Beef People, who released a single in 1986 on our own label, Zub Records Limited Company. But we are also record collectors and we're passionate, especially about the expression of pop music perfection that is the single recording. Exploring the mystery of what makes for a great single is what propelled us to begin this podcast. Which is why we are not talking really about a a single today. (laughs) No, not not exactly. No, this is an EP, extended play. Mm -hmm. So it's a a big boy single, I guess you could look at it. This is our uh, episode 043, and the band is uh, Winston-Salem's Let's Active, featuring Mitch Easter, and their very first release for IRS Records in 1983, the Afoot EP. They called it a mini-album. It has six songs on it, and uh, we're going to talk about two of the songs on here, the uh, amazingly... um, Earwiggable. <laughs> Every word means no. And we'll also talk about another great song that Mitch wrote called In Between. Oh, the guitar line from Every Word Means No. Classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's like uh, like a Beatles kind of riff almost. Right, right. Yes. Um, so uh, Mitch was famous uh, for having a studio. Uh, he started his drive-in studio in 1980. And he was um, able to produce the first REM single that we uh, did a podcast 009 about. Radio Free Europe was done at his studio. And that, imagine, that brought him quite a bit of notoriety. Um, A lot of people wanted to work with him and Don Dixon. 
He first came to our attention through a single we'll be talking about soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he recorded for the Cosmopolitan. That's right. That's right. right? So mm-hmm. that, that's the that first time I ever soon. heard of, mm-hmm. of the drive-in theater. I was like, oh, it's in Winston. <laughs> the drive-in studio. The drive-in studio. Aye. <laughs> I've heard uh, of a drive-in theater, too. Yes. And uh, so... From that, he uh, he had played in many bands before. There was a band called Sneakers that he was right. in. So a longtime fixture on mm-hmm. the North Carolina uh, came, music scene. Came up with the guys in the DBs, who we've discussed in the earlier podcast. Um, played with some of them. And uh, this was his first kind of, you know, this is my modern uh, band now that I'm 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 up and I'm running and I'm I'm a guy that people know and uh, I can get my songs out there and uh, yeah so not just a behind the scenes guy right but here I am a front performer. and center yes. as a performer and yes. as a songwriter mm-hmm. and a singer so anyway let's listen to the song the first song on the EP uh, F Foot by Let's Active it's a beautiful song it's called Every Word Means No. <laughs> Another great thing about that song was they recorded a, a very uh, inexpensive video for it. 
um, just kind of on a white screen, the three of them playing. There's three people in the band, Mitch on guitar and vocals, uh, Faye Hunter on bass and vocals, and Sarah Romweber on drums. Now, first of all, it's very cool that... Um, yeah, they have an yeah. incredibly proficient and established uh, artist. Rhythm section. Yeah, well, I was yeah, going to say yeah. Mitch as, as yeah. the leader to pick yeah. these very competent, very, very mm-hmm. um, skilled great chops yes. um, mm-hmm. two women in right. his band he had a, a female and it's rhythm not a section no it's not it's a, and they they they, they uh, know how to play they they're a great rhythm section and uh, but to go back to the video uh, the idea was that they would show them playing and they would have some dogs running around in the video but for whatever reason they couldn't find dogs but they they got a couple of puppies and <laughs> they're pretty adorable <laughs> so Mitch is singing to uh some puppies, and uh, it, we'll we'll link to the video. It's very cute, and it kind of kind of sums up Let's Active in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, that they the warm, fuzzy, Sweet. and and, yes. and and um, you you just want to you feel good. You, you feel good. You also love the uh, the hairdos and the uh, the makeup. For, yes, it's for very the much the early eighties. Yes, it's a great thing. It's it's just fun to watch. We'll link to it. So um, this uh, music is uh, called, uh, the, the critics call it Jangle Pop. And uh, basically, I think they're referring to um, uh, a lot Singing of... Ricks. Yeah, a lot of uh, Rickenbacker guitars, especially the Paisley Underground bands in L.A. and in California, uh, kind of doing a birdsy sort of thing. Yeah, but this isn't derivative of... I mean, this doesn't make that reference as, as li- literally as some of the Paisley Underground. I don't think so, yeah. I, th- I think he owes more more to the Beatles than the Birds. Yeah. And um, uh, the two bands from the South that fit this bill were, of course, R.E.M. and Let's Active. Label mates. Right. Mm-hmm. Studio mates. And as soon as this record was done, um, Let's Active went on tour with R.E.M. So, And around that time... We saw them play, right? No, oh, yeah, we sure did. We saw the three-piece Let's Active play. It wasn't with R.E.M., but it was with Bow Wow Wow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what a show that was. Uh, that was in Chapel Hill, right? I think so. At the Vandermint? Yeah, at the Vandermint Auditorium. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, for all you Memorial Hall, as, yeah. uh, uh, as it's formally known. Right. So um, It's non-spinal tap iteration. <laughs> Um, and, and being in Chapel Hill, of course, um, Sarah Rom Weber from the Rom Weber musical family, Chapel yes. Hill Carborough family. Dexter's sister. Dexter's sister and, mm-hmm. you know, Dexter Rom Weber, a very long time uh, fixture on mm-hmm. the North Carolina music scene. So yes. the inspiration for Jack White. Yeah, I just watched, uh, again, that movie, uh, It Might Get Loud. And um, we can get a link to that. And uh, basically the conceit of the movie is... Uh, the the edge from you two and Jimmy Page and Jack White all meet and talk about the guitars and guitar playing, and uh, of the three of them, Jack White is the young punk, you know, and uh, he mentions how much he loves uh, Dexter Romweber, and they actually show footage of Dexter, I think, from the Athens Inside Out movie. But and he was well known for guitar yeah. drum combo. Yeah, and it, just doing that kind of backwards looking. 50s Elvis before Elvis type rock and uh, it's obvious that that Jack thought that was pretty impressive and uh, so this is Dexter's sister playing the drums and we also met her when she was playing with a a subsequent band called Snatches of Pink 
Uh, wink, we, wink. We, we booked them quite a bit, and uh, she told us about her puppetry artistry. <laughs> yeah, she was pretty funny. She mm-hmm. kept running around saying, I'm a puppeteer, I'm a puppeteer. And we were like, okay. We thought you, we thought you were a drummer. <laughs> and uh, did, did we get our booking crossed? <laughs> yep. But um, uh, very, very nice folks. And um, you um, talked to Faye Hunter at one time, didn't you? Yeah. And it, it was strange. Uh, I had a work call I had to place mm-hmm. over to UNC Law School. And the person that answered said, blah, 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 this is Faye Hunter. And I conducted my business. And as we were wrapping it up, I said, are you the Faye Hunter that played bass and less active you know, <laughs> you know you get the business done yeah. she's like why yes i am it's like wow <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty exciting yeah. sadly faye's no longer with us yeah. but, you know it, it was uh one of those ways you cross paths with folks yep no. their post-rock life their post-rock life mine post-rock life so this uh ep afoot uh, does have six songs on it where we played Every Word Means No, which is the first song. On the second side, there's a song called In Between that we both agreed was worthy of listening to. But yeah, there had to be some debate, though, because yes. they're all worthy they're, yeah. of listening to. But we, it was like, how do we reduce down? We to had just... a little argument about because all the songs are so good. Right. <laughs> so uh, I won. Yeah, of course. Um, so we're going to play it right now. Another Mitch song from Let's Active, In Between. There's more than you can see Going between you and me I can't say why We stay on the line Dividing help from doing fun Sometimes I like it Like a train goes fast at night Ignore, comfort, hey. 
All right, that was in between from the Afoot EP. Um, Mitch, of course, produced this record at his his drive-in studio. Um, it was mixed, however, uh, in the big uh, power station in New York by Scott Litt, who uh, did the first two DB's records and did the Katrina and the Waves. So if you have your copy book and you're taking notes, that's, right. that, that's another appearance for Scott Litt. Mm-hmm. And we've got an, another for appearance for Mitch Easter. So, there, you know, all these connections that we're drawing, I hope you kids are paying attention. Uh, because um, The connective I, tissues of, of pop, of power pop and jangle I, pop. I'm forgetting them, too. So I, I hope you'll remind me. Um, let's talk a little bit about Winston. Yeah, Winston's an interesting city. Um, Winston-Salem, the cradle of uh, R.J. Reynolds' tobacco mm-hmm. and Krispy Reynolds' wrap. You know, of course, they had to make Reynolds' wrap to mm-hmm. the foil to wrap the cigarettes. And they right. had to, that was their side business. So right. it's, it's a really interesting city with a lot of, um, you know, uh, very wealthy folks yes. still there, the tobacco heirs and heiresses. Of course, we're recording this in Durham where it right. was the Duke family and it was, mm-hmm. of course, the Reynolds family and the Haynes family, mm-hmm. uh, the Haynes hosiery family right. um, in Winston. So a couple big businesses, big business. Um, Sarah Lee <laughs> is based at, yes. or at least at one point was mm-hmm. in, in Winston-Salem. Nobody doesn't like so it's been kind of exactly, but um, yeah, whether we're talking about Gang of Four or um, in uh, your, your uh, snack treats. That's right. Uh, everybody loves Sarah Lee. Uh-huh. But um, Winston's an interesting big little city. Um, a lot of parallels to Durham. Our, our sister, our, our beautiful Art Deco skyscraper here in, in Durham, its sister, its slightly fancier sister, <laughs> is in Winston-Salem, uh, the R.J. Reynolds Tower. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were both uh, done by the same, uh, the Shreve Lamb firm that designed the Empire State Building. So they're like mini Empire State Buildings, mm-hmm. literally, because they were you know designed sort of as... Um, part of of them working out what would become the Empire State Building. All that background because Winston sort of punches above its weight yes. as a as a um, sort of a, a city with a lot of of success and tr- you know sort of world influx. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd say that as background because um, Mitch was recently inducted in the Hearts Hall of Fame for their um, for R.J. Reynolds High School. And, um, you Which know, that's... Where all, the, all those guys went to that high school. Yeah, right? so uh, the DBs right. went through mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. and, you know, um, and just looking at the... You're thinking an Arts High School, our Arts Hall of Fame for a high school can't be a big deal. Yeah. But other members of that Arts Hall of Fame include like Ben Folds. Wow. And... Um, George Hamilton the Fourth, the hey. country star, famous yes. for Abilene. Yes. So um, Winston sort of, you know, had that strong a lot of support of the talent. arts. Um, it, you know, the, mm-hmm. it's now called the UNC School of the Arts. Was the North Carolina School of the Arts when mm-hmm. my, my brief sojourn there right. uh, as a young actress. Um, <laughs> I it, thought it, you were an interpretive dancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they kicked me out of the interpretive dance program, um, but. You know, it, it's a, it's a city with a strong love and support of arts, mm-hmm. 
And so let's talk about the time the beef people played there. Yeah. So so that love of arts was shown by the incredible indifference and resentment that the beef people struck up as they often did as they traveled from town to town. Yes. Wreaking um, havoc wherever we went. Yeah. And, you know, so we were playing there in the spring mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm going to have to cop to this because this was my brilliant yes. idea. <laughs> we um, all went along with it, though. <laughs> and and um, yeah, it was my idea, but I got Muggins over here to, to <laughs> enact it, which was, it was around Easter, and mm-hmm. we were sort of paying tribute to the great mm-hmm. man. Right? Homage. And the homage. Uh, it's Mitch's town. It's Easter. Mm-hmm. You know, why so. don't we have a Mitch Easter bunny? Get it, kids? Get it, right? So um, we had a bunny, and we gave it mm-hmm. the 80s style a stuffed, hairdo. A stuffed bunny. A st- yeah, it wasn't yeah. a live bunny. <laughs> right. I mean, this wasn't, it wasn't like... A, wasn't an Alice Cooper sort don't of thing. Don't call Yeah. Um, yeah. We, or, you know, it wasn't an Ozzy Osbourne act <laughs> no, or anything. No, no, um, Or, uh, uh, what is it, Fatal Attraction? Oh, there's a my phone again. Please, we already have a winner. Yes. We've given away <laughs> the uh, journey tickets. Yes. Uh, they've been claimed. Anyway, so we had the Mitch Easter Mr. Bunny. Easter Bunny. Easter Bunny, which was meant with total love, mm-hmm. right? And but evidently we somebody's nose was out of joint <laughs> by that. And they were like, yeah. well, that was irreverent. You know, yeah. it wasn't making fun. Yeah, you know, well, it, was like, it, it wasn't taken it, that way though. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. But you know, it was because of our total hero mm-hmm. worship, and yes. you know, it just seemed too much of a, a you know mm-hmm. of a great opportunity to sort of pay tribute to the great man. Mm-hmm. So Mitch has um, continued. This was just his first. Uh, EP and they made a number of great records with yeah, Let's for Active. IRS. Um, you know, um, Cypress is great. Um, there's a couple other just really good. Uh, Mitch is a, a very strong songwriter. He's an incredible guitar player. He's played on a lot of the recordings he's produced. I remember he played guitar, lead guitar on one of those accelerators tracks. Mm. And um, he can he can do just about anything. He's very very talented. And the band he has currently, he's just gotten back together, is called Balderdash Limited. And they're f- tremendous. Yeah, we saw them at the Pinhook. Yeah, we yes. saw them here in Durham mm-hmm. at the Pinhook. And they just were amazing. And they, yeah. they did a lot of Let's Active stuff, but they did some newer stuff, too. And um, He just wailed. Yeah, just he a just three-piece wailed. band. And he, he carries it, the vocals, the guitar. Um, Mitch is the real deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if they come to town, absolutely mm-hmm. taking advantage to Yep. The opportunity to see them. Yep. So can you hear anybody covering Every Word Means No? Ah. Um, if we keep giving everything to Tracy Ullman. Nah. Um, I, I don't hear Tracy singing this. But, you know, this really deserves sort of a front and center place. So, you know, what's that? The, the K-pop group that everybody, <laughs> you know, so, to, to maybe to give it prominence. Yeah. Um, to, and just, dancing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's 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 makes you want to dance so mm-hmm. much. So maybe was it mm-hmm. one of them's the kill one of those B set of B initials is a, is mm-hmm. a killer from mm-hmm. from the Midwest. Whichever one BKS, I hope that's not the yeah. the murder. Yeah. Is that the name of the K-pop no, no, group? No, no, that's BTK, the Bind, Torture, Kill. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I do my not. Band. Okay, <laughs> my metal band. <laughs> yeah, you you play all like yeah. jangle pop hits and metal style. Exactly. Right? Tune down to see. No, is it BKS? <laughs> is the boy group? The 
But you're, somebody like that. You're asking the wrong guy. Uh, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please write in. Maybe yes. they'll call back. Maybe the caller yeah, will come may, in and let us know. Maybe we can get that call back about the, the K-pop group. I think that would be a great cover. I would like to hear um, Scott Miller in Game Theory do this oh, song. Yeah. It would yeah. be all deconstructed, and he'd probably take the melody out of it, and uh, it would be have backwards guitars and things on it. But oh, I, yeah. I th- think that would be good. Um, and remember, our rules here are, are living dead, imaginary, or even fictional. Fictional, yeah. So, um, do you have a recommendation for today? My recommendation would be Winston Salem related, since we're okay. thinking about Winston Salem. Yeah. And Winston Salem um, has a wonderful art museum okay. um, that's based in the old Haynes Mansion. Mm-hmm. It's SICA, the Southeast Center for Contemporary Art, and yes. I've seen a, a couple of, of great displays there. We went you know, back in the day uh-huh. and saw art cars. Right. They were BMWs that had been painted by mm-hmm. artists, and they were just fantastic. It was mm-hmm. cool in this mansion mm-hmm. to have yes, cars in was. the mansion. And, and who knew one day I would actually work for BMW for right. a while. <laughs> well, you were so inspired. You thought, yeah, yeah. one day I will build these suckers. Right. But, um, uh, and In a previous um, podcast, we talked about the beloved Museum of Bad Art. Oh, boy. um, That's where you saw it? Well, I'd already been Mm. a big uh, aficionado Mm -hmm. of of the collection. Right. And they had a traveling collection that came to Mm Winston-Salem and the Museum of Bad Art. And it, it was just... Did you bring a change of underwear? I, 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 I should have. Yes. I, I regret that I did not, but it was just it was just spectacular. Wow. Getting to see those works in person, like Mary Todd Lincoln. You know, <laughs> that was there. <laughs> Mary Todd Lincoln was there. Wow. Spectacular. Uh, we'll put a link up there for, for, yes. for you, and it, it has mm-hmm. incorporated in it some Christmas tinsel mm. garland so seeing some that in person multimedia yes. yeah you know i think the first time i realized that you must see a work of mm-hmm. art in person was with constable right and and seeing a constable up close mm-hmm. so this was really solidifying that that theory <laughs> yes you must see it up close if you're going to see mary todd lincoln did they have the kitty painting peter the kitty <laughs> with his death stare oh, just <laughs> remarkable so um yeah keep an eye on on you know i've talked mm-hmm. about going to see small museums mm-hmm. small art museums to to support them but that's a particularly good one and mm-hmm. an adventurous one um at the same time they had the moba exhibit they had a yoko ono oh boy um, a small yoko ono exhibit mm-hmm. and part of that exhibit was there was a telephone a mm-hmm. wall telephone this is maybe pre-cell phone, pre-wireless phone. Mm-hmm. Or, and it said, the only person who has this number is Yoko. Mm-hmm. And she may call at any time. <laughs> so the anticipation of the possibility mm-hmm. that Yoko may call mm-hmm. is the work. Yeah. That's, and I was like, wow, th- wow, that is that that's Yoko. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I thought, Yoko, you have Yokoed. Yeah, you, you out Yokoed Yoko. <laughs> Yoko, you you are yourself. Yeah, my recommendation is going to be uh, Mitch related. Mitch Easter, uh, he's continued to be um, uh, an amazing record producer, and he still has a studio. It's moved a couple of times. It's now in Kernersville, North Carolina, yeah. and uh, it's called the Fidelitorium, and it's a world class place. Uh, we're going to have a link to his studio. Uh, a lot of really cool people work there. Um, they have all the gear. They know how to use it. And if you look at the clients that have recorded there, um, 
you would want to record there. <laughs> you should definitely think about it. And um, Mitch is a, a good guy. I've met him a few times. I've had the pleasure of doing sound for him more than once. And uh, very nice man and uh, knows his stuff. And uh, I wouldn't, if I had a band that was recording, I would, I would, wouldn't think twice about going there. And he's definitely in the Zub Hall of Fame. Yes. And he's been, mm-hmm. in, he was installed in the Zub Hall of Fame. Before he even made it into the Instantly, right, right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll up the, yeah. the, um, the RJR Hall of Fame. Yep. So that's it for today. It was um, Singles Going Steady, 043. Let's Active and their mini LP uh, EP Afoot from 1983. Um, I'm Steve. I'm Adrian. And we will talk to you again soon. Soon. Listen up. We're the Beef People. Thank you very much. All right, this is our first time here in Winston-Salem. Everybody knows this is Trentown, USA. This is where it's at. This is where Mitch Easter lives. Okay, it is Palm Sunday, and we, the Beef People, trying to give you your dollar's worth of quality entertainment and fun. The eggs are out there. Tonight we have the Mitch Easter Egg Hunt. Get you an egg, all right? They're out here. There's six of them. Six eggs, five prizes, one dud egg. They're here somewhere. This one is the dud. So I'm the loser already. All right, as we go, now they've got a letter on them, A through E. As we go through the set, we'll be calling your letter if you're our lucky winner. Should we do E now? Okay, we're gonna wait. We'll do a couple songs and we'll call our first lucky winner. about the artists and recordings we just talked about, visit our website at zubrecords.com and click on the Singles Going Steady icon. You'll also find links to the persons, places, and things we recommend, and much more. You can find episodes of Singles Going Steady on our website or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Singles Going Steady is brought to you by the power and majesty of Zub Records. Zub Records, smart sounds for sharp people.
Father.